the December 7th, 2018 edition of Weekly Signals World Report. Broadcasting from KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And, yeah. as always, uh-huh. our very own 21st century founding father, <laughs> Mahler, <laughs> the fake news dog. Coming up. Albert Einstein, mm-hmm. crabs, <laughs> Fukushima, <laughs> holiday fruitcake, and more. And but more. first, yes. did you hear about this uh, George Herbert Walker Bush guy dying? Right? Is that the baked beans guy? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Bush, Bush baked beans? Big, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I, don't I've, know. I can barely it. find anything about <laughs> George Herbert Walker Bush on the media at all. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I was searching everywhere, <laughs> trying to find out who this guy was. Who is this man? Yeah. He wore uh, colorful socks, I hear. Oh, did he now? Yeah. yeah, well. And he liked fart jokes. <laughs> well. That's yeah. all I could find out about. Well, when you're in the baked beans business, I think that's yeah. part of you really need to learn some of those jokes. But after yeah. digging deep, I found out that he was a former director of the CIA. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And the 41st president of the United States. <laughs> the man who brought us Clarence Thomas. Yes. He did that too. Yes, he yeah. did. Iran Contra. Yes, he uh, did. Yes. Willie Horton. Uh huh. Anybody out there know who Willie Horton yeah. is? Yeah. Raise your hands. Uh, yeah, Mahler. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's a real student of, of <laughs> politics, and yeah, so he would know. That was disgraceful, that Willie Horton pain. It truly was. Yeah. Uh, and for those of you who are not old enough to remember, that involved the presidential campaign of 1988, run by Lee Atwater and yeah. Roger Ailes, Roger as, Ailes. Was, as was also May he involved. burn in hell. Y- yes. Amen to that. Michael Dukakis was the Democratic candidate for president. He was a good guy. He was he, a decent man. Yeah. Whatever yeah. you want to say about yeah. his policies and everything, Michael Dukakis was uh, an honest, decent man. Yes. They did some special on him like four years after he lost. Yes. He's taken out his trash in this nice little suburban home. Yes, you know, I mean, that's it's right. a simple little two-story old brownstone. Thing. I think, yeah, yeah, just a walk up. Yeah, yeah. and here he is. Yeah, there's yeah. there's uh, yeah. there's a normal guy yeah. who could have been president and probably have led the country wonderfully well, a lot better than whoever this George Herbert Walker Bush is. Yeah. As governor of Massachusetts, he had been, his state had been involved in a program for paroling or giving weekend passes to people in prison. This program had given a man named Willie Horton a pass. I was a convicted murderer, I believe, uh, and let him out for some reason or another. And he killed, stabbed some poor little girl to death. And that became the focus of the campaign. George Bush ran against him in 1988. And I'm not justifying a murder by Willie Horton as some no, something but, excusable. But it was so obviously yeah. Racist. racially yeah. charged yes. ad campaign. Yes, it was. Don't forget Manuel Noriega. Let's not forget, yes. Yeah, so That's what the Bush Beans guy <laughs> brought on. There's a lot of hand-wringing and pearl-clutching over yeah. the fact that George Herbert Walker Bush died, and there were things he did. He was a more moderate Republican than we've ever yeah, seen ever again. Compared to the jackass yeah, we have yes. in now. And there were things about him he seemed to be, people liked him. He was a decent man, I guess, yeah. and on a personal level. Yeah. But to whitewash a lot of the things that he was a part of, I think, is wrong. Well, just as a little send-off. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, in tribute to George Herbert Walker Bush, may I present former Attorney General from the George W. Bush Mission accomplished. Please, everyone stand. John 
Ashcroft. This eagle's place is in the sky. She's still got a lot of flying to do. Let the eagle soar. Yes, let the eagle soar. You know, this really sucks. Please. I'm going to have to take this off, Mike. No, no, please. Just give me a minute. Just give me a second. Shut up. Up. Oh, I can't take it anymore. I really can't take it anymore. Jeez. Uh, you know yeah. what I don't like about this whole Bush thing? Bush is a great guy, and Bush is uh, what? What do they say? There's all sorts of quotes that you're going, that's not the guy I remember. Yeah. A 21st century American hero? Yeah. What? It drives me crazy because it's this hero culture. History is a series of great, usually men, chained together, and the rest of us are just these little ants that are scurrying about, and right. the great men lead us to be great nations. Right. That's not true. That isn't true. We stand on each other's shoulders. That's it, History is a series of people helping each other. We're all in this together. Right. Some of this is motivated currently by the contrast between an educated man who was served in the military, who believed in public service, yeah. in contrast to a uneducated a, man, uneducated who Bulgarian fun narcissist of, who was yeah. who's involved in organized crime. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of maybe, in some manner of speaking, overselling the legacy of George H. Yeah. W. Bush. And again, overselling just heroism too. I mean, even someone like Albert Einstein, he wasn't the guy that came up with all those thoughts all at once. He had maybe one original thought in there right. that tied in a lot of other yeah. original thoughts from hundreds of years of scientific exactly. investment. Just before we leave George Herbert Walker Bush, I just want a couple things. Yeah. We got Iran-Contra, sort of the, the cleaning up of Iran-Contra. He pardoned all the people yeah. involved in what was obviously treasonous activity on the part of the Reagan administration yeah. to do what they did. The war in Central America, Clarence Thomas. And let's not forget the original sin of the war in Iraq. I remember him being goaded into it. Remember there was, there was all these headlines and Time Magazine had a cover story about George Bush being a wimp. Oh, Is yeah, he a yeah, wimp? Yeah. You know, the sort of war, this chest thumping mentality that we had back when Reagan started all that crap by his constant over-hyping patriotism, and yeah. George Bush comes into the office, and the question is, is he a wimp? Is he man enough to do what he needs to do? So let's not forget all this craziness that Bush really facilitated during this period of time as well. well so you yeah. mentioned and, Albert and Einstein. I mentioned Albert Einstein. Did you know that a 64-year-old letter by Albert Einstein, known as the God Letter, <laughs> yes, because he, he talked about God in it, Yes. Yeah. So it's called the God letter. I think he, yeah. I think he mentioned God once in yeah. the letter, well, actually by name. But he, he had, Formal religion. Yeah, right. Anyway, this letter sold for $2.9 million at Christie's in New York. $2.9 million dollars yeah. for the God letter. Yeah. The word of God is for me nothing but the expression of and product of human weaknesses. The word of God. Human weaknesses. <laughs> The Bible, a collection of venerable but rather primitive legends, Einstein wrote. Yes, he did. No interpretation, no matter how subtle, can for me change anything about this. No interpretation. Yeah. There are a lot of... 
people who have seized on Albert Einstein as this genius, <laughs> the deist of the world, have taken Albert Einstein's reputation and tried to hijack it. Really? I think this letter for me dispels a lot of that. Global emissions yes. of carbon dioxide are reaching the highest levels on record. Scientists said, in the latest evidence of the gap between international goals for doing something about climate change and what countries are actually doing about climate change, in 2017, global emissions grew by 1.6%. Now, it just keeps going and going. And remember, 1.6% growth. The next year, if it's 1.6% growth, that means it's a higher it's, amount. It's, yeah. The rise in 2018 is projected to be 2.7%. Jesus. So that's 2.7% of an even higher number than it was right. in 2017. The expected increase is being driven by nearly a 5% growth of emissions in China. Five for China. Yeah. And more than 6% in India. Yeah. Emissions by the U.S. grew 2.5%. We're just going to hell. And in the European Union... You know, those damn socialists over there yeah. who don't know anything, That's who, right. who yeah. were yeah. abandoning. Uh, Obviously, know, yeah. They declined. Their emissions declined by 1%. Well, Germany has really embraced alternative yeah. fuel yeah. with wind and solar. Yeah. There have been days in which Germany has been 100% on renewables. Good for them. Uh-oh, yeah. uh-oh. Uh Starvation and... Catastrophe! That's enough, Father. That's it, Father. Uh, he loves to sing the blues, doesn't he? People in rich nations need to stop eating beef and lamb. You yeah. know why? Why? Because if they don't, we won't be able to feed the 10 billion people that are going to be here in 2050. That's one reason. And the other reason is to prevent catastrophic climate change yes if we just stopped eating beef yes dairy products and lamb mm -hmm. that's it this is all about hamburgers pretty much pretty much there's other things we can do but that's the biggest contributor to climate change right now is your goddamn burgers more than 50 percent more food will be needed by 2050 greenhouse gas emissions from agriculture will have to fall by two-thirds at the same time wow so while we need more food to feed people, our ability to feed them, given the system that we have right now, is going to start crashing. The extra food needs to be produced without creating new farmland. Right. Otherwise, we're going to burn up. Right. Yeah. The world's forest faced destruction, too. All the forests around there. So we're going to add to the, the fire by getting rid of all the carbon-soaking-in forests that we have. This is where these things start to feed upon themselves, is what wow. you're describing. So as we, as we put more cattle onto grazable land, we begin to shrink the available land for agriculture and other things. In the meantime, we're putting more and more of our agriculture, like uh, what wheatgrass and alfalfa, into feeding these animals yeah. who are then excreting, farting, whatever, more methane into the atmosphere, which is creating more yeah. climate change. It's not change. only that. It's just the whole process. It's the whole it's process, the whole process right. of meat and dairy production. It uses 83% of farmland. Right. So for all of you students here at UCI who are running across the street to your In-N-Out burger and your stop ja it. Jack in the Box, stop. Stop it. We're calling for God, a boycott. Damn it. All right. Yes. Stop it. Stop it. Mahler concurs.
Stop eating your goddamn burgers. Crab fishermen are suing energy companies over climate change. What? Yeah, crabs. Oh, my God. Crab fishermen. The suit alleges that oil firms are responsible for climate change-driven algae blooms. Uh, we're getting a call from the In-N-Out manager. Yeah? Yeah, I think he's online, too, right well, now. Yeah, whatever. Screw you! Yeah. <laughs> I like your fries, but other than that... Anyway, these algal blooms <laughs> yes. have delayed and shortened recent crab harvesting seasons. The Pacific Coast Federation of Fishermen's Associations representing crab fishermen of California and Oregon filed suit against 30 companies, most in the oil and gas business, for harming the environment and messing with their livelihood. It's the first time food producers have sued energy producers for harming the environment. By this time of year, crabbers... As they call them. They call them crabbers. <laughs> well, the crab fishermen. I'm glad they do. Should be out catching crabs. Yes. Crabbers. That's right. It's crab season, goddammit. <laughs> the most profitable time of year. Instead, a neurotoxin called demoic acid has been found in the crabbing waters. Crab fishing waters. So there's no crabs there. <sighs> that means no crab cakes for you, Molly. Yeah. Well, he likes crab cakes. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. No, I don't, actually. You don't like them? I don't eat any shellfish. Yeah, I don't either. I don't any. Uh -huh. I mean, if you put shellfish, shrimp, crab, yeah. lobster, oysters. Yeah. But crawfish? Crawfish, no. <laughs> the suit says oil companies engaged, this is a quote, engaged in a coordinated multi-front effort to conceal and deny their own knowledge of these threats. To discredit the growing body of publicly available scientific evidence. Mm -hmm. That's disgraceful. I mean, really, you think about it. This is an age of discrediting scientific evidence. We used to call that the dark ages and persistently create doubt. That's what the, the suit says that the oil companies did yeah. rather than dealing with climate change from the outset. Exactly. They knew about it, too. They knew the about oil it. companies knew about I it. I know. And it's disgusting when you hear the CEOs of like uh, Exxon and BP Oil talking about the exciting new opportunities for the northern passage of the world so that the shipping of oil from Alaska and from the Arctic is becoming more available and accessible. So therefore, they are looking for happy days are here again. And yeah. now that the North Passage is now becoming a reality, they'll be able to yeah. ship their oil more effectively and efficiently around the world. Well, I'm looking forward to the prospect of water skiing down Broadway in New York when the city gets flooded. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got one of those swamp boats, don't you? You're yeah, just going to yeah. just be powering yourself down yeah. Wall Street and Fifth Avenue. Yeah. <sighs> the Trump administration. You remember those guys? I try to forget them every single day, but you keep reminding me. Yes, I yes. The, they usually just yeah. make me angry. Yeah. Well, Everything I read about them. Yeah. The Trump administration wants to bore for oil and natural gas off the Atlantic coast. Oh. So it approved five requests oh. allowing companies to conduct deafening killer seismic surveys. Yes. Yeah. Killer seismic surveys that could harm tens of thousands of dolphins, whales, and other marine animals. Scientific studies show that sound can harm and potentially kill animals. Yeah. The decision to conduct deafening killer seismic surveys is likely to further piss off governors and states along the eastern seaboard who strongly oppose the Republican proposal to expand federal oil and gas leases in the Atlantic. The authorizations 
clears the way for deafening killer seismic surveys mm -hmm. across the stretch of ocean between Delaware and Florida. Every state executive on the coast below Maine opposes the plan in addition to harming sea life, deafening killer seismic surveys, <laughs> where acoustic waves are sent through water 10 to 12 seconds apart to image the seafloor, can disrupt commercial fisheries. Yeah. Now, these are the equivalent of dynamite. Yes. They're not dynamite because they're in the ocean. If you were doing these seismic surveys on land, you'd stick dynamite in the ground, yeah. and the sound from that would give you an image of right. the area. Right. This is the equivalent of a dynamite blast, but underwater. And all of these poor fishies down there, yeah. you know, you say, ah, so what, a few deaf whales, but no, that throws them off. Yeah, that's how they navigate the ocean. Yeah. So it's their sonar. They essentially can die from being deaf. Yeah. Uh, governors, state lawmakers, and attorneys general along the Atlantic coast also say drilling threatens beach tourism mm -hmm. that has boomed on the coast in the absence of oil production. Now, my question is, is yeah. can we drill off the coast of Trump International Golf Links? For some oil there in Scotland. In Scotland. Yeah. He he raised quite a fuss. I don't know if you if our listeners remember, but yeah. We're gonna put wind turbines off the coast there in Scotland. And, that's and right. That's right. Donald couldn't handle that. Yeah. Can imagine what he would do with some oil derricks off his coast. Right, right. Or how about this? How about we stick Donald underwater <laughs> and see if he survives <laughs> a deafening killer <laughs> seismic survey. If this news saddens you, may I recommend a donation to KUCI-FM to lift your spirits? Just go to KUCI.org. Your generous donation is how we stay on air. That's KUCI.org. Yes. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. Visit us at facebook.com slash KUCI 88.9. On our Tumblr blog at KUCIRadio.tumblr.com. On Twitter yes. at KUCI FM. Stream us live on iTunes. <laughs> Go to Internet College University, KUCI 88.9 FM. Coal use has continued to decline in the U.S. Coal. Clean coal. Yes. Clean coal. God. Yeah, where we're going to get all those jobs. <laughs> Clean coal, kids. Yeah. Step right it, up. The use is declining. Yes. And who says it? It's, it's Everybody. not crazy environmentalists no. like us. The industry. Is it's the coal industry. Yeah. <laughs> Pacific Core Power Company released a study showing that the majority of its 22 coal plants aren't turning a good profit. They're not doing it. They're not making it happen. Even though they have this jackass coal promoter in office, the president of the United States is saying, let's use clean coal, <laughs> but nobody wants it. No. Mm. no. The utility based in Portland, Oregon, operates a six state power system and is one of the country's largest coal burners. The U.S. Energy Information Administration projected that U.S. coal consumption would hit a low this year not seen since 1979. Good. And the Minneapolis-based power company Excel Energy, Inc. said it intends to generate 100% of its electricity from carbon-free resources by 2050. 
that's not soon enough. No. But at least they're on track for something. For something. Yeah. And yeah. committed to slashing emissions 80% across its six-state system by 2030. Good. Okay. All right. The announcement makes Excel, another large coal consumer, the first major utility in America to commit to zeroing out its emissions. Yeah. Well, I like that. It is great. It's great that they're yeah. doing that. It's fantastic. But we are here in 2018, almost 2019. Yeah. We have known that the, the impacts of carbon in the atmosphere and the effects of fossil fuels since the late 1970s. Yeah. This is now We're coming like up. 40 on years. Yeah. 40, almost coming up on 50 years yeah. ago now. And well, you don't expect people to react immediately no. to a finding, but, but we're going the other way. We are. We are. I, I mean, it's heartening to hear that our people that are coming on board and understand the ramifications of where we are and where we're going and all that stuff. But it is not happening fast enough. We're starting to really see the outlines of a scientific argument that we have to stop very, very quickly or otherwise there will be dire consequences. There's so, some, some representative of the industry, some woman who was smart looking yeah. and, and dressed just right and had all the angles going. Did you see this one where she was trying to defend the industry? And, and at one point she said, well, we have to respond to this sensibly and not be hysterical. And not be hysterical. We're not being hysterical. Right. We're gravely concerned about What's going to happen? We right. don't imagine the world's going to end. We imagine that there will be millions of deaths. That's right. There's that a... can be traced to the policies that the company that she represents have produced. Yeah. The fact that your industry is having a significant impact on the planet's climate. The fact that scientists are now talking about us entering into the age of mass extinction. Yeah. Not just us. Mammals. Well, all sorts of life on the planet. From my perspective, we're not going to go extinct, not from climate change. Right. But we'll be honed down quite a bit. Right. We'll, there'll, yeah. be a, there'll be a lot of deaths yes. along the way yes. here. There's going to be a lot of turmoil in the world. People are going to be moving from countries to countries, and that's going to bring in political situations right. where since we have the ability to annihilate ourselves, somebody like the person we have in office right now who doesn't really have a brain. Right might decide to use nuclear weapons right. against another country. If, if countries start to see massive migration from countries of desperately poor people searching for a place to live and see this as an existential threat to their society because of this, a collapse of their infrastructure, a collapse of their economy, a collapse of the social structure, they are going to use military means yeah. to, uh, to make sure that that does not happen. And in this mix of people in countries like Pakistan and India, where there is a massive population, that if they were in Bangladesh, where much of it will be underwater before too long, yeah. may be the circumstances to create a military option yeah. of nuclear exchange. So, yes. We're not hysterical. No, we're not. We're just concerned. Right. In fact, her coolness betrays a kind of hystericalness on her part. Yeah. In that she has to defend things that don't have any scientific basis. Yeah. That's hysteria. Yeah. Beijing. You know that place? I do. And China? Yes. They have Li nuclear weapons. They lifted a ban on rice imports from the Japanese area, neighboring the Fukushima nuclear power plant meltdown 
following a promo. You remember that Fukushima? Yeah, I do. Well, <laughs> Some <bait>. vague remembrance <laughs> of Fukushima. Yeah. Yeah. That was a long time ago. It was yeah. so yeah. long ago. Yeah. Place <laughs> melted down. Basically. Uh, and it's still a, a yeah. se- severe, significant threat to mankind, yeah. by the way. Well, well, China lifted the ban on rice imports from that area. This was following a promo campaign by the Japanese government to push agricultural projects from the Fukushima area. This is unbelievable. The PR campaign included a page on a government website called Fukushima Foods, <laughs> safe and delicious. <laughs> so Mahler got some of that safe and delicious is, rice. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. He's had a real glow about him lately. Yeah, yeah, is that yeah, why? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He got the safe and delicious <laughs> he rice. He did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah well. <laughs> and you know what he did? <laughs> What's he doing? He made he made a special rice fruit cake. Oh yeah. wow! Special rice fruit cake. Is that a Christmas thing? He yeah, did. Yeah, oh, my God. Thank you, Mahler. Thank you, Mahler. And here you go. Here's a little slice I, for you. I, you know, I'll have, I'll have some later. If you, no, I don't no, like no, to eat no, during the ahead. show. I don't. Yeah, you know, have, I think it's be impolite. Have some. Well, I'll have Mahler's, a little. Mahler's uh, chewing on his right now. I'll have a nibble. It's chewy. Safe and delicious. Oh, Nathan, what is that sound? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a oh minute. Wait a minute. My Fitbit has a little Geiger counter on it. Just oh a second God. here. Wait, wait a minute. Well, turn it off. <laughs> I turn it off. It, it's, it's, oh, it's, oh my God. It's, it's, uh, my, my, it's melting. The, my, my Fitbit is melting. What, what's going on here? Mauler. Damn it. It's the last time I eat any. Well, fruitcake made for the rest mom. of the day, I wouldn't advise anybody. <laughs> no. By the way, if you see me, studio, yeah, I wouldn't even. You want to <laughs> take that fruitcake and pay out, Mahler? Yeah. Thanks, Mahler. Get that thing off. Jeez. <laughs> he meant well. <sighs> he meant well. Christmas turkey. Yes. Christmas turkey, Mike, yes. is rocketing toward the International Space Station. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, right that's... now, as we speak. And, by the way, fruitcake. Oh, they, well, they put fruitcake uh, along special with recipe. cranberry sauce, oh, wow. candied yams, oh, and, man. of course, as I said, delicious, wholesome fruitcake. Yeah. Do you like that fruitcake, by the way? Yeah, I know it, it was It was delicious. <laughs> yeah, it was spicy, too. Yeah, it was spicy. surprisingly spicy. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I won't tell you what Mahler put in. <laughs> SpaceX. Launched the holiday fruitcake shipment from Cape Canaveral. How far there we is have such fallen. a place as Cape Canaveral yeah. still? Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Well, that's what they said here yeah. in the yeah. news release. Yeah, was Cape Canaveral. Was it Cape Kennedy? What well, was it? Then they slipped, flipped it back. The Cape, 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 yeah, Cape. Was it not Kennedy? Not good enough? No, apparently not. What is a Canaveral anyway? <laughs> <laughs> I just had two of them removed from a yeah. colon. Uh, I know, yeah, that's what it so, sounds yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, I know, exactly. Ouch. Yeah. The Falcon 9 rocket blasted off with the first stage booster, which was aiming for a touchdown back at the launch site, uh. missed its mark. You, oh. know, you know how they retrieve yes. the stages. That's what Elon Musk, that's the big deal about his well, rockets is they can reuse the stages. But the stage could be seen spinning out of control on its way down. Elon Musk, you know that guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I do know. <laughs> Yeah, Mahler, yeah. Likes, Mahler he, really likes yeah, Well, he it. likes his weed. We know that, yeah. yes. And Mahler likes Elon Musk. <laughs> yes. Elon Musk said engines stabilized the rocket spin just in time to allow it to land in the water intact. Oh. So that's what Elon, but you know, oh, Elon Musk, who knows where he is? Yeah. 
drinking whiskey and smoking well, pot. Well, he, yeah, he was smoking pot. He was last seen uh, w- opening a box of Mahler's fruitcake. special fruitcake. <laughs> yeah, so that explains a lot. Yeah, yeah Mahler. He, he, he's like the Unabomber. He's just been sending it out to everybody he knows. <laughs> so, beware of Mahler's fruitcake. <laughs> we're, we're issuing a public service <laughs> announcement here on Weekly Signals. Uh, the fruitcake should be reaching the orbit of the International Space Station on Saturday. In addition to all the fixings for Christmas dinner, the delivery includes 40 mice and 36,000 worms Uh, for dessert. (laughs) They're sending those mice and worms up there for aging and muscle studies. Okay. And finally, Uh Chancellor Angela Merkel of Germany. You know, she's she's already resigned her party leadership. Yes. And now her party's going to vote on a replacement chancellor. I'm sorry to see her go. I miss old Angela. She did a lot of good things. Yeah, to, I'm with you. What's eight years? Yeah, that she's been there and really kind of stabilized Germany, made Germany really the uh, leader of the free world. Yes. Yeah. Yes. When the Europeans said we can no longer rely on America to be the leader of the Western world. Yeah. They were talking about Germany. Yeah. Europe has got to take more of a role. Anyway, Angela. Speaking at a technology conference, yes. told a self-deprecating anecdote about being mocked online five years ago after she described the Internet as uncharted territory. They all thought that was hilarious know, Hilarious because, you know, she, what does she know about the Internet? She's a girl. She said her comment generated quite a sh- <laughs> That's it <her>. storm. <laughs> That's, right. That's what she said. Yes. She An did. it storm. Sh- yeah. Uh-huh. It storm yeah. uh-huh. has been in Germany's standard dictionary since 2013. That word has yeah. been in there. Yeah. It's defined as a storm of outrage on the internet. That's how they describe Oh, is that right? Germany, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, i.e. blowback generated over social media. Uh-huh. Most Germans are unaware that in English the word sh- sh- it storm yeah. is considered vulgar. And its use is not limited to Internet outrage. It certainly isn't around here. Yeah. Yeah. What's more, why don't Germans have their own word for (laughs) it's storm? Well, they're working on it. I think they call it a Trump storm now. Yeah. Because this is what confused me. Germany, it's a country that mashes their words together to make new words for everything. Yeah. For example, das Backpfeifengesik means, that means a face that makes you want to slap it. Like you. When I look at you, I think... <laughs> Every Friday morning, yes. Back fifing Geisick. <laughs> wow. That's what I'm thinking. Or how about this one? Der Bipak Zettel Lesser. Hey, watch it, buddy. Yeah. Means a man who reads warning labels on drug prescriptions. They got a name for that, but they don't have a name for... Sh- Easy. It's Storm. And also, just for what it's worth, yeah. Schweinhund as we all know, means pig dog. You can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review Podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now.